Guess what? Yeah, what? What's that? There's a recording in prog- progress. Okay, thank you for sharing that. Uh, I couldn't even say and, the word. Yeah, see, that's what you get for trying to be a jerk. I mean, you I know, th- and thank you for the update because, you know, you know, clearly, you know, you are well on your way to mm-hmm. being a, at least a correspondent on CNN or some other, you know, you know, news program. I would, I would like to believe that. Yes. That's my new career trajectory. All right. Great. Great. All right. That's, that's, that's wonderful. I mean, yeah, you're, you're, you're doing it. So. Someone uh, has to. Yes. Someone does have to. You, mm-hmm. now you got the problem is you got to realize you got to get all of the crappy gigs first. Yeah. I figure I'm going to be the, the one that is sent down to hurricane Ida to just like stand in it. Because for some reason, that's still a thing that we do. We send people into terrible storms. Well, I mean, to record them. It, though, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I as when you sit there and you look at that, it's like okay, you you realize that somebody has to do these things. But I guess when but is the they? when is the line drawn? Do they say, have no. to do that? No, we can I, know from a distance that that's happening, and we can just go, hey. It's really bad outside. Maybe don't go outside. Yeah, I and think we don't have point, to send somebody into the center of it. Yeah, because I wonder now, especially with with technology, because like they were making that point was kind of being made about how we can you know track storms differently and experience and, and, and record you know I guess whatever we need when these things are going on because you know mm-hmm. digital cameras and all this other type of stuff. So you do sit there and you wonder, like, okay, can you just can, is it possible to have that feed? And I guess have somebody in the studio, you know, breaking down more of what they might need to. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I never I never looked into that as to when is it when is a line drawn? I, I just think it's so funny. Like I, I just saw a clip the other day where it was just it was some some poor soul that was sent down and they're like on the shore of Louisiana. And I'm just like. And they're, you can tell that they're like a little tiny person and they're just getting blown all over the place. Yeah, and I'm just like, were... you sent your smallest person. Yeah, <laughs> She's I, going to fly away. Yeah. I just, I don't, <laughs> I mean, I know that's part of the job, but you just like, yeah. When, when do you, are you told? Yeah. You're, you're not, you don't need to do that. Or you're not going to be doing that. I, I, I mean, but these correspondents, I mean, they're in these dangerous situations all the time. It's just like, you know, you, you, I really wonder when I watch that, you know, if there's, when they're sitting in school, especially if they're going to school, if they end up, ended up going to school for that, is they do, does that ever cross their mind or does, is that something like that ever, actually ever brought up in a class? To. It has to, right? Yeah. yeah, I guess I have no idea. And what do you have to, what, when do you ascend to not have to do that anymore? <laughs> When do you ascend? Yeah, well, that yeah, girl yeah. that I was telling you about probably ascended pretty high whenever she was being flown all over the place. Yeah, because so. that, that went, man, it, you know, yeah, that, that whole situation, it, it's just, it's unreal how New Orleans is getting getting wrecked again. Yeah. But yeah, when you sit there and see the strength of those winds, you just, and like the person having to chronicle it. Survive. Just, like, this is, you know, you know, this is nuts. But anyway, yeah. You know, that so, note. Yeah, talking talking weather, right? Yeah, I said, you know, shout out to New Orleans and everybody being safe mm-hmm. for God's sakes. Yeah, make sure that if um, you have any money that you can spare, there are a lot of really great organizations that you can donate to to help people. Definitely, definitely. But let's try to just be on a lighter note here. So welcome yeah. back to Hi. 
<laughs> Welcome back to episode number 62. Is this 62? Are you sure? I was prepared. Okay. Yeah. I, I, okay, see, I had it in my notes. So, okay. Yeah. I, I kind of out of myself. Like, yes, this is 63. No, it is not. All right. It's 62. You know, so you, you win this, this week. I was prepared. Well, very good. Very I'm good. I'm excited. Yeah. So, so welcome back to all you loyal listeners. Hello to you first timers. Thank you in advance for letting our voices continue to ruminate. Marinate. Oh, marinate. I like that yeah. one. Yeah, marinade. Yep. So we went with again. the same general like letter scheme, just kind of moved around. I like that. That was good. Right. Yeah, marinate in your ears. If this is your first time time listening to us, we like to engage a little, little banter, sometimes a little nonsense. Then we'll sit down and we'll talk about how it is that we nerded since the last time we spoke to each other. Which again, I know I say this regularly, but it feels like ages, especially this week. And then we give a recommendation from our nerd cash, our own personal nerdospheres, and then we will finally have a main event of the evening. Indeed. Indeed. So with that said, Bertie, why don't you tell these for oh yeah, yeah, our names. Jeez, we haven't done this oh, yeah. multiple oh, times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm Darian. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Brittany. Yeah, very good. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag professionalism. We got anyway. There. Yes, yes. And you don't hashtag. come to this podcast for professionalism. Yes, and hashtag, hashtag improvisation. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, why don't you tell everyone how, how it is, how have you been, well, I guess not how you nerded, but I guess how have you been able to nerd since the last time, since the last um, time we spoke, probably better. You know what, that's going to, that in itself, that question in itself leads to what we're going to talk about today. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. But I will say that I've continued to read my book, Reality is Broken. It's been great. Really enjoying it. Talking about how games can make the world better. It gives me a little hope. Um, well, not after what we not after Mario Kart last well, week. You know, you know, the that's better. the thing. Like that's that's the thing. Where I she has not mentioned Mario Kart yet in the book, so she didn't mention WarioWare, which made me giggle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, oh, geez, um, I'm gonna hold my breath for there to be a Waluigi mention in the book somewhere. Oh, please, no. That's that's gonna be more. This book is from like early 2000s, so maybe like 2009. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 2011 max. Like this thing's 10 years old. So I don't know that the, I don't know when the Waluigi craze really kicked off. Wait a minute. Aren't you a historian on all things Waluigi? I should be. Um, I, but I think, I don't think it was within the last 10 years. I'd say probably definitely within the last five, but anyway, that's a whole other separate conversation for another day. Okay. Anyway. So I've been reading classes started so life's been a little hectic but the fun thing that we've been watching because i have no time that isn't taken up by work or time with my daughter so everything that i've been doing nerd wise has been very like kid friendly which Mm. is strange for me but also kind of fun have you seen any of the new ducktales excuse me do do you know that there's a new ducktales Absolutely not. I had no knowledge of this. The only DuckTales I know is, you know, uh, OG. early 90s. Yeah, yeah. OG DuckTales. So, yeah. so we love, we grew up on DuckTales over in this in this house. DuckTales is great. Every day we out here making DuckTales. A woo-oo. Iconic theme song. 
by the way. So they remade it. This has been out for like probably a good year, maybe two years at this point. Like it's a little older now. You might enjoy it because good old Scrooge McDuck is played by my favorite Scotsman, David Tennant. Really? Yeah, it's so good. And uh, I believe it's Dewey is voiced by, I don't remember his name. I never remember his real name, but he's Jean Ralphio. Of course. Oh God, what is his name? (laughs) I'm going to look it up. (laughs) Do it in well, um, well, I know one thing that's not happening. So Dewey's ben not Schwartz. drinking snake juice. Ben Schwartz. We also have Bobby Moynihan as Louie. So Huey, Louie, and Dewey. Dewey's Ben Schwartz, John Alfio. Louie is Bobby Moynihan. And Huey is my boy, Danny Pooty. Because, you know, we all love Abed in the morning. That's right. Wow. Um, yeah, that's a good uh, uh, voice cast. Right? Voice yeah, cast. it's really really well done and so it is let's see 2017 it's older than i thought it was oh is that right (laughs) okay four years wow four years that's been going on and yeah 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 it's been out for a while i'm not going to pronounce her name correctly but you would recognize her face if you saw her kate macucci macucci M-I-C-U-C-C-I, M-O-U-S-E. Um, uh, that would work there. Yeah, she's that's... she does um she's a comedian, she's an actress. She was in she does a bunch of things. She does, she's the other half of Garfunkel and Oates, if you know that comedy. Yeah. Band. Yeah. Um, yeah. she's been in uh God. She's in everything. She's tiny. She's got like a great dark hair bob thing going on. Yeah, didn't um, she? Wasn't yeah. she in the, the the Steve? What the hell? I never remember the name of that damn thing. Steven versus the universe. Wasn't she in the car? Steven wasn't Universe? She? Yes. She's yeah, in wasn't Steven she in Universe. That? That's she's what, okay. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Yep. 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 Yes. So I mean, like it's a it's a stellar voice cast. And it's funny because so much of it, like so much of it is reminiscent of the old stuff. And there's moments that are like calling back to the old show. And a lot of like the the visual jokes are all still there. It really does a great job of taking the original storyline and moving you forward into like this new like almost alternate reality like alternate alternate universe ducktales yeah. it's so good it's and there really are bugle good boys as well oh the bugle boys are definitely there all right okay. <laughs> launch pad is there <laughs> oh, yep. gotta have launch pad mcquack gotta have yes. launch pad mcquack yeah um wow. we have uh webby vandercrack i don't remember that the girl basically Oh, yeah. the little girl. You, yeah, you, you got, got Mrs. Beakley. I haven't. Mrs. Beakley still there. Miss Beakley. Okay. Like, I haven't watched this since I was since I the nineties. So the Beagle Boys are still there. You've got Beagle Boys, not Beagle. Boys. I mean, it's, yeah, it's mainly the Beagle Boys. But I mean, you've got Flint Heart Glom Gold. You've got the other the Scrooge's arch enemy, the other Scottish Duck. Yeah. Man, wow. Yeah, like there's a lot of the the big hitters, the heavy hitters from the original are still there and it's funny cuz like one of the first episodes when you really um when the boys figure out that 
Scrooge has like this whole treasure hunting adventurer background. They're they're taken to it like Webby takes them to his garage, not knowing that it's his garage. And he's she's just like, this is the secret room of magic and mystery. And there's a lot of like artifacts from old episodes. Oh. From like original episodes and original character like characters and little mini one-off stories from the original show. And it's like oh, it's just cool. it's well done. It's very well done. So I've been watching a lot of DuckTales. Yeah. A lot of DuckTales. That's a good way to bridge the gap between uh between well sh- shows and generations. I mean, you're mm-hmm. gonna lump in you you're hell, you're gonna get you have people that um, you know, that even if they don't have kids, they can find their way yep. find their way. <laughs> into oh, watching yeah. that oh yeah and they they're 20 minutes a piece so they go at a clip and it's oh, like my goodness yeah. it is so it is <laughs> it is very cute it is very well done and it is it has been a joy to to work our way through some of those <laughs> awesome yeah that's that is pretty cool so yeah again i had i had zero knowledge that was going on yeah it's great you should watch it and how's the song <laughs> how's the intro Oh, it's good. It's good. Absolutely. They were, people would riot (laughs) if they got rid of that song. Yeah. You don't want that yet. Furniture would get moved. All types of stuff. No, 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 no. They would not be invited to the barbecue. This is not acceptable. They would be, they would be, they would be, uh, yeah, that wouldn't be good. Yeah. You you can't, you can't, you gotta have the, the original thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What about you? What'd you do? Between uh, all of the other crazy things going on in this broken ass world. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I, I've been. Uh, it's just been harder and harder to keep up with stuff as well. So the biggest, th- I guess, the biggest thing is uh, I, I, there's a new show on Stars uh, mm-hmm. called Heels. So I don't know if you've seen any like, commercials or anything for it. So is it about shoes or is it about people that turn heel? It's about wrestling. Yeah. Okay. okay yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's um. I really liked the idea of you watching something about shoes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's uh well, you know, I, I used to be somewhat of a sneakerhead a long time ago, but those days are, are, are long, long gone, mm. <laughs> long gone. Cause I don't want to pay. I don't want to pay more than a hundred dollars. I don't want to pay a hundred dollars for a pair of shoes anymore. <laughs> Over a hundred. But, um, so heels, and this is, you know, directly the description directly from the website, two brothers and rivals, one a villain or heel in quotes in the ring, the other hero, the other hero or face war over their late father's wrestling promotion, vying for national attention in small town, Georgia. So that's the premise of really. So the main character, or the, I guess the, uh, the biggest star in there is uh, Stephen Amell from, from Arrow fame. Okay. So he's the uh, he's the uh, the older brother of the two, and it's just it's a it's a drama. It's talking about obviously because it's heels, you know, heel and face, you know, that's those are wrestling terms and what have you. So it's uh, I don't it, I don't, it doesn't seem like a lot of people like it very much. Um, yeah. But I think in as somebody who has watched wrestling since they were a child, I think it does a de- it does a fair enough job of depicting the industry and I guess uh, potential uh, uh, the trials and tribulations of the industry, like uh, being a booker and a writer and having that pressure and trying to come up with good storylines, storylines, storylines that'll make the fan that, that the fans will connect with, because if fans don't connect with the story, then they're not really going to give a rip. You know, the, the, the wrestling in the ring is supposed to accentuate and put the stamp on the story. Right. 
it's uh you know, it talks about kind of going into, into, into business for yourself in the ring. So basically, yeah. you know, kind of like going off script or trying to make yourself look good at the expense of somebody else. It can be that you can be looked at a lot of different ways, you know, difficulty in gaining notoriety because it's extremely difficult to start in a small, well, majority of people that wrestle, you're going to start somewhere really small, somewhere podunk, somewhere unknown for the most part, and you're trying to work your way up, you're trying to get noticed. I think now, because, you know, social media is so involved, it makes, mm-hmm. I think it, getting your, your brand out there can be a little bit easier to do. And they're trying to, they're doing a good job in mixing the old school mentality with wrestling, mm-hmm. but it, and, and some of the more modernization, like being needing uh, to have a social media presence, because that's part yeah. of the whole deal on the show as well you know, ego and getting involved in, you know, quality of the program or, you know, quote unquote politics to say, to, 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 uh, to be more frank, the idea of poaching talent, you know, so or jumping from one <laughs> federation yep. to another yep. or, or things like that. And because that, that happens, you know, people go to one promotion or start in one promotion, then they leave for one reason or another, their contract is up. They want to go somewhere else. They're, you know, difficulty in running a small promotion how, yeah. the money that it costs to actually do any of fed, this even be a wrestler because you know you got to pay for your own gear i did not realize <laughs> right? that hmm? i didn't realize that oh yeah you got to pay for your own gear and depending on the person and what they're doing some some i mean you're talking intricate yeah and 14 1500 a clip depending on what it is yeah um trying to get over with the crowd so it, i, I I can see as a, again, as a hardcore wrestling fan, I can see the minutia and how you can pick it apart. Like, no, this isn't right. This isn't right. This isn't right. But if you were just trying to, you know, give somebody uh, a broad stroke of wrestling and you wanted it to be presented in a manner that, that talks about some of the stuff or the issues associated with being behind the scenes, this does a passable, more than passable job. You know, and then also one of the other big ones is like women and ethnic minorities in Mm -hmm. Uh, gaining notoriety in wrestling because you got both of those storylines going on right now, you know, so uh, with two specific characters. So it, it's hitting a lot of points that yeah. are constantly or that are very prominent in wrestling all the time. That so, sounds pretty cool. Yeah. So I, I'm, I've am i enjoyed it so far. So and you said that's on stars. Yeah. On stars. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. People still use stars. Yeah, I mean, Star, it's one of those deals, right? I mean, and that's like a lot of things, you know, you see, you know, there are these premium shows that, you'll, you know, you can get, you can subscribe to the channel with your cable package. And then once that show is over, like, okay, no need yeah, for the subscription done. anymore. Bye-bye, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what so many freaking people are doing now because it, it's getting, I'm going off on, well, this kind of goes into what we're going to talk about later too. Mm-hmm. It's gotten to the point where there are so many subscription services. If, if there are things on each one of those services that you like, at that point, it's like, well, dude, you might as well just get cable, keep cable. Yep. It's bad. Yeah. But yeah, so that's that's what I've been doing. So I, I've, again, enjoyed it so far. I can't wait to see what the rest is going to bring. And hopefully you know, it does well enough that it keeps going past <laughs> this. Season. I know that it keeps going past this season mm-hmm. and, get, and gets another one. I really hope so. Yeah. Well, I'll keep good. my fingers also, crossed. Oh, definitely. And it's also good to just see Stephen Amell and something else. Because you know Stephen Amell actually, you know, he's wrestled. In, you know, he's actually been in matches on TV. 
So he knows he knows the truth behind all of it. Yeah, he know he he knows uh, he he's got friends in the industry, so he knows he knows uh, the deal. Yeah, that's pretty much cool. more than most. That's for sure. Yeah, so that's my that's that's how I nerded. Sweet wrestling is for life, Brittany. That that does usually sound that way. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Well, I've never met a- somebody that was like, I really was into wrestling, and then I stopped. It's always been like I was really into wrestling, and now I'm just kind of into wrestling. It well, that's gonna <laughs> we're gonna go into that later. Too. It really depends on what it is that you watch, and if you decided to broaden your horizons yeah. in that time, that's that dictates it a lot. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So, what recommendations do you got for people? So, I was just gonna say that, especially during these kind of crazy, ridiculous times that we're living in, my recommendation is to find specifically like artists that you really like that are maybe smaller and support them by purchasing things from them. So the thing that brought this to my mind is there's, I I got a pair of earrings, like a set of earrings the other week that were like super, super cute. And I keep getting comments on them. And then I wore today my earrings that I bought at an Oticon where it's, it's another like small small business owner sort of thing. And I get a lot of comments. I never get comments on my regular earrings, but as soon as I start wearing something that is like very obviously something you can't get just anywhere, there's lots of great comments that come in. And it also just always feels good to know that you're just, you can just be like, oh yeah, I got them from this person on this store or uh, whatever the case may be. So, you know, you're like helping small businesses. This is kind of a silly, really weird, strange recommendation, but I've also been looking at a bunch of like little prints that I want to get from various illustrators. I've got a couple of people that I follow on Instagram that are all like spookies and it's fall now. We're officially in September. So that means it's just like Halloween Eve for the next month and a half for me anyway. So (laughs) I'm just like living my spooky witch life. And I'm trying to to add things to my my repertoire of that. But that's the big thing is just like, look at look at the people around you and maybe don't buy that thing from Amazon. Maybe like go to Etsy. Yeah, that's my what recommendation. What have I been saying all these years? What that's have I been saying all these years? Hmm? What have I been the, saying? I mean, it, absolutely. Amazon is the worst, but it's also incredibly convenient and cheap for a lot of people that don't have access in other ways. Access is something else we're going to talk about soon. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. We're just, yeah, there's lots of foreshadowing. Oh yeah. We're just hinting all over the place. What about you? (laughs) My my recommendation is simple. Um, As I was uh, um, bumbling. (laughs) Yeah. you, You mentioned Amazon, of course. Uh, bumbling and stumbling around the internet, I stumbled upon a listing on Amazon and I had, and obviously it's in other places, not that there are many places that sell it, would sell it because, you know, nobody believes in physical media anymore, but whatever. What is it exactly? It is. And finally, thank the gods. It is. do Do you realize it is the 20th anniversary of a particular television show? I mean, I'm sure it's a 20th anniversary of many shows. Okay, but like, you know, a, a show that actually matters. Sure. Okay, very but which good. one yeah. are you thinking of? It is the <laughs> it is the the Blu-ray collection in all of its its glossy, high definition glory of the humble beginnings of Kal-El of the House of L. So Smallville. 
Oh. Finally putting it all on Blu-ray after all this time. And the reason why this is so important is because this gives hope again for a couple of other things. Because one mm-hmm. of the big issues with Smallville was in the early stages was the way it was shot or shot, how it was recorded. So that, mm-hmm. that caused an issue in terms of, you know, like uh, Blu-ray transfer and all that crap, right? I'm not going to oh. go into the, the, the minutia, but that's basically the, the gist of it. Gotcha. And because first first six seasons on regular DVD, trash. And then, <laughs> you know, okay. and when you think about it, when you think about it now, like we have high definition now, like we're not monsters. And then the last four seasons were all were, were available on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. So I would highly just recommend I'm not recommending purchasing it. That's not really the issue. But I, I'm, per, I'm I'm suggesting you know, the show in and of itself, because this yeah. is the, the reason this is so important because this is the show that made, that made people realize, or I guess maybe studios potentially realize that shows based on comic books are truly viable. Honestly, and they are the long lasting. It is the Smallville is the only iteration of Superman that I've ever actually enjoyed. Well, there's, there's, there's a new one now. So I, I think he uh, it's, it's, it's a fair, but been a fair job so far. But but yeah, so I I would just it's an excellent well, it's an excellent story overall. You know, uh, it's a great modernization of Superman. When you think about it again, it it it, it made a difference in terms of it, if if this didn't didn't exist and this didn't happen, I don't think we would be having as much comic based shows as we do because yeah. there was stuff that came before it you know Lois and Clark only got four seasons Swamp Thing got two The Flash got one Incredible Hulk had I think five and yeah Batman 66 had like 120 episodes 130 episodes so these these were not flashes in the pan but they didn't last long this lasted 10 seasons and you can see Allison Mack before she was sentenced to jail for leading a cult yeah, that's uh, that is really just it's <laughs> jarring when you see that because, but then that's when that's that whole thing people getting caught up in the the person that somebody plays on TV. That's who it's they great. are. Like, yeah, no, that's not how it works, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that was that was insane. That was wild to see that. But yeah. if you're interested aside, in learning more, look up Nexium. That's my other recommendation. You, you can, yeah, that's a that's a fascinating, well, fascinating, interesting story. But just immediately clear your browser history. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's all it's all. I mean, it's all out there. The you know, chronicle and the whole thing. But yeah. it will. Kristen Crook was in, was involved with that for a little while too. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, again, the show is really good. I tell people to watch it. I love the show. People hated on it, especially toward the end, and they hated the fact that spoilers. It's been twenty years that he wasn't in fully in the suit. But the last minute and a half of that series is just is perfection is perfection it's cool. perfection so i would highly recommend smallville yeah classic i can get behind that oh absolutely you should I kneel guess. before kal-el no absolutely not all right well that's fine what else so anyway <laughs> Brittany, are you ready no <laughs> Okay, fair enough. That's fine. But we, I won't even, I'm not even going to ask a second time. Very good. So um, <laughs> we, we decided to talk about this because, you know, again, I think a lot of things when we come up with these segments and we decide to do these things, we, we already talk about them in passing or mm-hmm. we talk about it with regularity. We just don't formal, we just don't do it formally. Yeah. And given that 
this is going to release going to be put up after Labor Day. Because, you know, we really we plan ahead very well because we plan ahead very well. Mm -hmm. We thought it would be important to talk a little bit about what what, why is it so laborious to be a fan of things like why? Yes. You know, we we want to we 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 have our things, our, our games, our books, our shows, all these different types of things. And overall, yes, we enjoy them. Otherwise, we wouldn't be you know, um, looking into them or watching them or playing them, whatever the yeah. case may be. But there are various times, unfortunately, for extended periods, periods of time sometimes, where why is this so feel like so much work? This doesn't it feel is. like a hobby or yeah. a pleasurable activity. This feels like work. Yeah. And that is abysmal. That is awful. So we wanted to just kind of, you know, pull out our nerd scrapbook and just take a look at some <laughs> of the things that we just say, like, why, why are you doing this to me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I've got, I have many, but I'm not. I figured you would. I figured this was going to be something that you had a lot of really heavy feelings on. I only have a couple of franchises that immediately came to mind, but then I kind of went a little bit more, let's say broad with my labors of nerddom. Yeah, I, I've got about uh, I've lumped two together, but I, I I've, I've got about really about four. Yeah, same. That I can yeah that I can yell and scream about, and mm-hmm. I and I am. But I'm going like one in particular is going to be longer than the most than the rest because that's the thing that's most prominent to me. And I, we we've been we've known each other long enough to where like, okay we know you know the the, the check boxes we know mm-hmm. what we're going to talk about. So it's just a matter of. <laughs> What else do we have to add to the pile? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you want to go first or should I? Well, I, I think you should lead. This was, this right. was your thought, baby. I want you to, you can, you can bring it to Birth life. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. All right. I so, can give you more labor analogies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that was, way. Yeah, but, I was kind uh, of teeing you up for that, but yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't, I don't know if you really want to talk about crowning. Mm, uh, I think I'll pass. <laughs> yeah, think I'll pass. Well, go ahead then. <laughs> All right. So my, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save. Well, the one that I know you know for last. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna save it. You okay. know what it is. Okay. I, I'm gonna start with one that I think I hate the most out of all of these. Okay. Wrestling. That's kind of what I figured. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. It's it's one general thing and then a smaller thing after that. So generally, okay. okay so the term the 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 acronym IWC means Internet Wrestling Community. Okay. Okay. Now the thing that I be being a fan of wrestling. Again, I've been a fan of wrestling my entire life. I will mm-hmm. I will always be a wrestling fan till the day I die. And the birth of the internet. The 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 internet is just. The internet is a cesspool. Let's just be honest, okay? <laughs> it is. It is. Everybody mm-hmm. sits there and they think they think that what they post is a gem or insightful, or they do something to just be to to um, satiate their sociopathic tendencies by by stirring people up or riling people up, whatever the case may be, right? Mm-hmm. So in wrestling, wrestling is just awful. Okay, so the stuff that I see on my timeline, like I, I I'm a person who I just don't acknowledge that kind of stuff. I don't engage in that kind of stuff because I just, I, I want to enjoy the product that I'm watching, whatever it may be. And if I have something negative to say about it, I will, you know, but it's, it's objective. It's not mean spirited or anything like that. So 
no company is so so the internet wrestling community in and of itself it makes being a fan agitating because there's this constant back and forth of you have people who like WWE mm-hmm. and only WWE and they will crap on uh, anything else that gotcha. they're rich. And anybody who leaves the almighty machine, there are factions. Awful yeah. They're an awful, <laughs> yes. They're an awful human being or an awful person when they may very well want to leave because a, their contract is up and they don't want to resign. And maybe they want to go somewhere else and spread their wings and maybe find themselves in a better situation mm-hmm. because it's so laughable because people feel like they have an this happens in sports as well people feel like they have an ownership of the person like you like no you but but there there you know what there are a whole other set of layers associated with that notion of ownership in sports like from from a fan's perspective that i'm not even going to bother getting in i'm going to i can save that for for another day but you know somebody is there with your team or in this case your wrestling promotion and then they go to another wrestling promotion and then oh i can't believe that they left they're awful blah 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 like dude get over yourself because if you had the opportunity to put yourself in a better position or do something go somewhere else that would make you happy or you feel like you could be appreciated more or what have you you're yeah. telling me you wouldn't do that so that kind of stuff basically you know WWE sycophants. And I'm not railing just WWE fans, right? This could come from any corner, you know, but just in general, that whole notion of being that narrow minded, that is frustrating to sit through and see in your timeline. It's just like, oh my God, just like, yeah, okay, I delete, see that. <laughs> like a mute or whatever the case may be, or I don't like this. And, you know, <laughs> you know get that person <laughs> out of your timeline, right? So that makes it being laborious. It's, it's just, yeah. ugh. so the other thing that I'll say is like specifically just WWE. So I've talked to you about them before. So the reason that I bring them up is because it makes being a being frustrating. It makes it being frustrating being a fan because you know what WWE stands for, right? World Wrestling Entertainment. And what's the the biggest word of importance there? Entertainment. Well, to them, yes. <laughs> but what 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 also sticks at wrestling, right? Because that's what it is. I mean, like that's what it's supposed to be. But like, it's not really wrestling anymore. It's just entertainment. Well, they like to call themselves sports entertainment, right? But at yeah. the core of what they do, you, you wouldn't have content of like backstage interviews and shows and reality shows and without and, the and, wrestling, right? So the first thing is is that they tout themselves as sports entertainment, which is, it is what it is. That's their product. That's their gimmick. That's what they do. Okay. Mm-hmm. But to say that we're not wrestling, that is offensive to the intellect of not just a wrestling fan, but a regular person. Because if I sit there and I tell you, if I, how, how, how do I explain to you? Oh yes, this is WWE. This is world wrestling entertainment, but it's not a wrestling company. Like, wait, what, what do you mean? Yeah. It's wrestling is in the name. Right. So it's that kind of stuff right there that's agitating. But at this juncture, I've let that go. That is what it is. They're their product. They're they're, they're a publicly traded company. They are there to they're they're, like any business. It's about the bottom line. You know, the quality of their product is irrelevant in comparison to if they're raking in the dollars. Mm -hmm. That's just the way it is. And that can be said for a sports franchise. If it stinks, but people keep coming. Why would you change anything? Yeah. That's right. And why would you change anything if you're still yeah. raking in money? That's just a way of the world. That's what that's just normal behavior. So I'm not yeah. even going to rail them for that. But the frustrating part is, is that I, I there are wrestlers that I like that have come from other places and things like that. And I want them to succeed because there are lots of WWE defenders. But the frustrating thing, and I'm wondering if you see this in any of the circles that you run in from a fandom perspective, is that mm-hmm. 
if you are if you tout yourself as the standard of an industry, that by default means that you are subject to a higher level of criticism and scrutiny. Well, scrutiny, yeah, one hundred percent. That's that's just the nature of the beast, and I don't yeah. care what that is. That could be sports, that could be business, that could be authorship, any whatever, of thing. anything. Yeah. Right? If you are the best at something, or classify yourself as the best at something, then you better be the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. If you give so, yourself so, that name, you better hold up to it. So yeah, so that's why when you see online when people railing on WWE about lots of different things, they get it more than other companies because they're the ones yeah. that have been in the spotlight for the longest. And you know, when people think wrestling or hear wrestling, that's they what think, they oh, think yeah, of WWE, WWF, whatever, right? Yeah. So yeah, so they just it's 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 justifiable that they deserve it. But the biggest frustration is, like I said, is that you know when you have wrestlers that you like from other companies that come in and you want them to succeed on what's classified as the grandest stage of them all and then either they're not utilized properly yeah they're or, done dirty or they're done dirty which has happened recently because woof or the big thing is like when it's gotten to the point where you don't care about them that's what's frustrating as a fan yeah. <laughs> when you don't even care about your favorite wrestlers anymore. It's just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's it, that's what makes it a labor. It's when and you're broken. Having, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then the, the biggest thing, the most laborious thing is watching Monday Night Raw, which is a three-hour program every week. <laughs> now, I don't do this because I can't do it anymore. Yeah. I did it for several weeks in a row leading up to fans coming back to the arena because people were just swearing by all that was good. Well, when fans come back, they're going to change. Great. Yeah, they're going to yeah. change and they're going to do things better. And of course they didn't. So as that was, I knew that was going to happen, but I wanted to be open-minded because that's what yeah. you do. I said, okay, we'll see. I watched three hours in a row, I think two or three Mondays in a row. I said, okay. And, and I said, this is, this is, whew, this is tough. One, a following week, I missed an hour for, you know, technological reasons, like the cable wasn't working. Yeah. And I finally got it back. And then I watched two hours and it felt like three. I said, yeah. oh, my God. The next week I said, I, I watched an hour and a half. Then the week <laughs> after that, it was an hour. <laughs> then the week after that, it was it was 30 minutes. And then the week after that, it was I 15. I said, stopped. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. So now it's a point where I'll tweet something and I'll say, hey, if so-and-so is on, somebody let me know. <laughs> 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 and, and then if I get a buzz on my phone, I, oh, okay. So, so let me Sweet. take over really quickly. So yeah, that's where I, so that's my first one. It's just, it's a labor to watch that, sh that, that product as, as a whole, because, yeah. you know, poor booking, constant rematches, people swinging swords, dolls causing distractions, people shooting missiles from tanks causing distractions. It is a tire fire yeah. overall. So that's my my biggest one. And as somebody who was exposed to WWF first, when you know when it was actually actually fun before it was pandas, all, yeah, exactly before the pandas, all the way to now, it's just it, it, it's it's really tough to sit down and watch that product consistently and be entertained. And not yeah. every promotion is perfect. I understand that, but the difference between a good promotion and one that's not good or great i guess is that it's about 20 years well that and then if there are full <laughs> pause and there are miscues those things happen in wrestling but if you have good stories if you have good characters if you have good creative if you have a good fan atmosphere consistently 
those things get glossed over. Those things are forgivable. Yeah. But when you don't have those things, they're going to be run through. They're going to be under a microscope and every little negative thing or thing that you've done wrong is going to be just, 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 just picked apart. Yeah. So that's my first one is, is it's laborious watching Monday night raw. It is laborious being a WWE. I'm not going to say, I can really say myself as a fan a watcher. Yeah. Yep. I think that's, that's fair criticism all around. Yeah. And, and that's just, that's just scratching the surface. Really. I say, but that really? leads into my my very my my vague thing number one. Okay, is just the amount of time it takes to be a nerd. Oh God! Just the amount, the sheer amount of minutes and hours of the day that if you want to be like, it's one of those things where if there's something coming out that is, and this is something that I've gotten better at as I've gotten a little bit older and realized that I don't have time to watch the things that I want to watch, like being able to avoid the spoilers for things because, you know, or you just get used to it. You just get used to knowing what's going to happen at the end of Endgame before you actually get to watch it because everybody and their mom went to go see Endgame and you had a tiny toddler and you didn't have anybody to watch the tiny toddler. So you didn't get to see Endgame until it came out on disney plus (laughs) yeah yeah and you already knew what happened but you know like the amount of time that it Uh, takes being able to to catch up on like loki comes out and it's like yay i'm excited that's seven hours no eight hours eight hours plus a little over that you need to be able to put into that to be able to catch up and be aware of things the time any game, anytime that you get a new game, any of these big new games that are coming out, they're gigantic. And while it's great that Breath of the Wild is open ended and you can complete it in a hundred hours, <laughs> or you can complete it in 10, I can't. Like, I, that's still a lot of time that you've got to put into these things. Reading takes time. All of it does. And whenever you're a kid and you've got nothing but time, it's great. Like it's, it's great. Like just things to fill your time up and fun and where that joy really comes from in the first place. And then whenever you get older, you get the nostalgia effect on top of the joy that is naturally brought to you when you're doing something that you really enjoy that is nerdy. But I mean, even just being able to play a game of D&D, like mm. I haven't been able to play a real game of D&D in so long because it's so hard to not only commit that much time to it myself, but to find other people that are able to commit that much time at the same time consistently. Like yeah. it's just a massive undertaking. And it's being a nerd and you can see it now because there are people that do this is a full-time job. <laughs> and, even, and even then, depending on what it is, it's even if it's, even if you're laser focused on one specific thing, mm-hmm. it, it is, it's we, impossible. It's, it's almost impossible. Yes. We are in a content craving and a content creating like boom right now where Anyone and everyone. I mean, look at us. We have a podcast. We didn't have that. But I mean, like, there is so much content being made. And there are so many people that are consuming that content and always craving more new, fresh content. 
But because of that and the people that are able to continuously give that content, like I'm so behind on the other podcasts that I listen to because there's just so much coming out all at the same time so fast. And it's like there's there's this fear that if they don't put out the content, then their listeners or subscribers are going to fall off. But at the same time, it's like I can't catch up. So that's why I fall off. We're in a very microwave society, right? It's kind of like, okay, you know, what's the the next thing, the next thing, the next Mm -hmm. thing, the next thing. And if you're not, if you're not on board, you know, then you're just kind of, you're, you're lost. When you miss the the train, the train's left the station. You can follow the track, but you're not going to catch the train anytime soon. Yeah. But it's like we talked about, it's just, it's just impossible. I, I, I can't imagine, I can't imagine doing this as a job because I just look at specifically for me, like with wrestling in general, I've talked about this before. Like, dude, like expect somebody who watches not just North America, but somebody who watches, you know, uh, you know, um, Japan, South America, Japan, all those different the United Kingdom. Yeah. You know, uh, all of that stuff in, you know, United Kingdom and Japan, you're talking shows at like three o'clock in the morning. And I want to, that I want to watch. It's like, well, I, 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 I have to sleep (laughs) at some point. That's the thing. If you want to be a good nerd, you don't sleep. Yeah. I am not a good nerd. I like sleep. Yeah. Like one of my favorite wrestlers, she just won the high speed title several days ago. And I saw it on Twitter. It's like, okay, I, I'm going to get to it eventually. So I just like it and said, <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's because I just saw a picture. It's like, I haven't even watched the match. Yep. I'm like, but I, <laughs> yeah. and I, I, I've got it paused on because uh, it's up on YouTube right now. It's been sitting paused on the TV for like two days. <laughs> and that's, yes. And that's the thing. It is the amount of time it takes to consume, but also the amount of time that we actually have, or more importantly, don't have to put yeah. into it. Like that's, yeah. that is a labor. That is a labor of being a nerd. It is absolutely a labor. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's one we talk about all the time, too. There's just not enough time. Never is. No, no. Wow. That's a good one. That's a perfect one. That's that's the, that's got to be the best one out of all of these. It is going to be the best one. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you, Pro- maybe. <laughs> you have to have a stunt double to enjoy your stuff. Yeah. Remember, we yeah, just needed do. a stunt double. We needed a stunt double to be able to do to do the do to do our job where we could just do whatever we want. Yes, now we need a I stunt double for work, and then we need a stunt double for uh, uh, pieces of our nerd. Like, yeah, just yeah. just yeah, <laughs> just download it straight to my brain. I, I, I yeah, I wish, I wish. Yeah, good one. That's a good one. Absolutely. All right. Let's see. All right. This is one that kind of we can we could both agree on and we, you can generalize this too. Cause I think you'll have this same experience. Well, at least from afar, you don't engage mm-hmm. in it, but you, you'll, you'll, you'll uh, echo my sentiment. So yes, electronic arts. <laughs> Fuck yay. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just, they make the sim so expensive. And, and, and honestly, it's the video game industry as a whole. It isn't just them, but I think they are the clearly they're, oh, the worst. They are the worst. Yes. They're, 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 they're the biggest perpetrators of this. And, mm-hmm. and this is not giving somebody a full effing game. Mm-hmm. Like I'm already laboring because I am going to work or employed in some shape, form or fashion. And I am deciding to spend my money on your product. 
and you are you are essentially it's a death by a thousand cuts because you are just like oh here's this skin for 99 cents oh here's this uh uh this power up or this special weapon for a dollar or two dollars or here's this upgrade it's just the microtransactions the, the notion of dlc and then for ea in particular and more specifically on the sports side and more specifically uh, Madden, mm-hmm. when all you're doing is giving me a copy and paste job every year of NFL rosters, and well, or in an update of NFL rosters, in a, a copy and paste essentially of mechanics and things of that nature, why on in the name of God would I give you 60, 65, de- depending on $70 a year for practically what feels like the same thing? And then more often than not, <laughs> you're taking something away. Mm-hmm. That was actually good from the previous year. Yeah. It, it, it's it's madness. But don't worry, in six months you'll get it as paid DLC. It, it's mad. It's madness. <laughs> I just so the video game industry. So EA specifically for me, the video game industry in general, and then clearly with uh, in that umbrella is the the just the idea of DLC. And hey, I, I get to a certain extent. This is where I give Nintendo credit. The fact that I was able to buy Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 and the fact Mm -hmm. that I knew in that purchase of $60 Mm -hmm. that over the next eight months, I was going to get three or four DLC packs of Mm -hmm. characters for free. Mm -hmm. So as much as I crap on Nintendo, I cannot rail on them for that. When they give you a game, you pay that $60. Right. And then whatever they else decide that they're going to give to you, it's going to be a bonus. It's not going to yep. cost you anything. Yep. Why I already, again, I already labor to pay you money. Give me a full game. And yeah. I get DLC to a degree. If you're telling me, hey, here are these extra missions, because you want to get long, more longevity out of the game. Yep. I get that. But if you want to give me, hey, here's this, uh, here, here are five extra missions. Now, if you if you said, you know, 199. Two ninety nine, and you mm-hmm. know these five extra missions give me, let's say, an hour, maybe two, three, four hours of more gameplay. You know what? That's not I can I can accept that. Yeah. That's not bad. But it it yeah. But I'm laboring and then having to labor some more. Not it's 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 <laughs> it's, it's, it's aggravating and it, and it really turns me off to gaming and 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 yeah. it, it doesn't give me incentive to go out and buy a game right away. It doesn't. Yeah, I get that. I I really do. Which, you know what? It's funny because that leads me into my next one. There we go. Perfect. You're just teeing me up left and right. So um, my next one is just access. Yeah. Like it's a labor to get access to these things. And a lot of that access is not just like now that things are a little, are typically presented in digital form. It's not like getting access to it, like physically being able to find it is a little bit easier, but the expenses that are involved and being able to say like, I mean, even just access right now to the newer systems that have been out for years that people still don't have access to because bots. Yes. Yeah. So it's like those things are ridiculous to get a hold of. And the, the whole bot world out there is an annoyance in itself, but just the, the amount of money that goes into being a nerd is a labor. And like you said, we, we labor all the day, all the day long. 
so that we can have the money to then put into these things. And it is, I mean, a a video game typically like at cost at the very beginning is 60 bucks. Sometimes it'll go down depending on the system, depending on the amount of time that has elapsed between launch and the time that you purchase but i mean yeah exactly except nintendo sometimes they'll drop to 50 but (laughs) but still thank you that's a lot of money but then like films going to see a movie yeah is what like 12 bucks now without popcorn yeah yeah it's just well well, well, 12 dollars uh matinee matinee price Uh, yeah okay yeah that's ridiculous like just going to see a movie once you don't even get to own it to be able to watch it again later mm-hmm. like seeing a film assuming that people are still allowed to go to theaters eventually being the same thing goes with actual theater as well going to see like a broadway show is hundreds of dollars god yeah and it's ridiculous going and taking it down to like even smaller things comics let's say you really get into a comic book yeah, they're like a dollar a pop, two bo- two dollars a pop. But if Where? it's a whole series, okay, yeah, I know, right? So they're under five bucks usually. If yeah, you're well, three ninety nine, four ninety nine. Yeah, so it's like you get those, but if it's in a series and that series keeps going, all of that adds up. Oh yeah, there's so, no if. Yeah, there are very few. The, the, the notion of the one. I was going to say, yeah, the one shots that did exist, they were they weren't five bucks either. They were a little bit more because you knew that they were only coming out the once. But it's still this idea that we we have a set of privileges to be able to be nerds in the first place. Oh yeah, of course. To be yeah. able to have access to any of that. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I would like to believe that uh, people listening to this would, would get that understanding from us at this point. It's like, yeah, we, we recognize at the end of the day, because I talk about it too with some of my with collecting. It's like, okay, at the end of the day, it's crap. It's just stuff. Okay. <laughs> but it's we stuff place, that makes you feel good. Yeah. We place a value on it because, you know, because it, it means something to us, right? That's why yeah. it has value, right? At yeah. the end of the day. But so, so yeah, I, I absolutely. You know, it's a privilege to be able to, and a blessing to be able to go out and purchase some of the things that we do want to purchase. And and yeah. if we just take it, you know, in a vacuum, you know, removing that aspect of it and just looking at it for what it is, man, you are in a world of hurt if, you know, you know, if you like more than one thing and, mm-hmm. and pretty much pretty much anybody that's a nerd uh, of any kind, you don't just like one thing. You yeah. know, if, if, it's if usually I, at least two to five other things. Minimum. Yes some assumptions can clearly be made, right? There, there are certain, you know, um, clusters, right? <laughs> Where yeah. Like, oh yeah, I love video games. Like, okay, so do you like, it? and then you kept, do you like anime? Yeah, yeah. I like anime. How'd you yeah. guess? Like, it's, yeah. it's, like, <laughs> it's like, it's like when you go to, you know, the, the tarot card reading, I'm not saying that, you know, you know but you know, the, 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 um, the charlatan tarot, tarot card reader, right? Mm-hmm. Where, you know, oh, I sense that you've experienced, you know, uh, a heartbreak. Yes. Really? Yeah. Who has it? You know, yeah. say that kind of thing, you know? So yeah, if you like more than one thing, you you are in, you're in for a world of, your wallet, I'm sorry, is in for a world of pain and you are going to have to labor harder, longer to be able to enjoy all of those things to the fullest, if that's what you want to do. It's, it's definitely a labor. <laughs> Absolutely. That's why I told you with, I, I you you mentioned comics like you know what you know bless you readers 
that go out and buy whatever issue of whatever it is that you like every week. Bless you, because <laughs> I can't the be regular. a part of that. And yeah, you know, you just like let me know when the trade paperback comes back six months after the yeah. series is done. Yeah. So I yeah. can save a few bucks. I can wait. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. That's a yeah, access, money, time. Yeah, it's just these are all goods. Wow, you're you're hitting the good ones. I'm sitting up here being I was gonna selfish. say I told you I was being like I, I went super vague for three of them and then I went like vague with some really more uh, with some specific things as well. Anyway, absolutely go ahead. Absolutely. Your turn. Mine is this is a quick one. I'm not, I don't need to go into much depth with this one because it, it's pr- I think for anybody, again, we're kind of just really blending stuff in. I just feel I just finished making a mention about comics and I'm going right into something comic related. The DC film universe. <laughs> Why do you make this so difficult to 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 enjoy you? You know, you, you uh, it's it's one step forward and one step backward. So it's, I don't know how to back- quit you. It, you don't because it's it's frustrating on a on a, on a lot of levels because it, it, everybody the cat is out of the bag is that there was just poor planning, poor execution, a lack of consistency. Now now granted, I'm not one of these people that Marvel is is all is is the greatest thing on, since sliced bread and DC is trash. Like okay, look, there are good Marvel movies, there are not so good Marvel mm-hmm. movies. The difference is is that, and of course, we're getting caught up in comparison, and mm-hmm. but that's just the way of that's just the way of it. Even, well, I, I think people could argue that the worst Marvel movie or MCU movie is not as bad as the worst, might not be as bad as the worst DC movie. I would agree with that. So when we say worst Marvel movie, we're talking about, you know, Thor Dark World. We're talking Iron about Man 3. Iron Man 3, <laughs> you know, Captain Marvel, even though it wasn't wasn't awful. It was just like, yeah, I, I don't. I still haven't rewatched that. You know, there there are those ones that just stick out. But DC is frustrating because they were on a roll for a small period with like, I think because Aquaman, Wonder Woman and Shazam, I think those all went in succession. Those followed each other. I can't remember the order now. I don't care. Yeah. But then, you know, Batman versus Superman was trash. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm sorry. As a movie, it was trash. Ben Affleck was great. The first Justice, the Justice League, the not the 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 uh, the Whedon version was mm-hmm. trash. Wonder Woman eighty four was trash. I can't say anything to it, for or against because I have not watched any of these. Yeah, Suicide Squad, <laughs> the first one was trash. So you just sit there and you're pulling out your hair because you want these things to be good. You want this franchise to be successful because you, you, you want it to be, you know, kind of on that same footing as Marvel. It's never going to get there, but you want it to, to, to move in that direction because these are iconic characters, Batman, Superman, you know, Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, the Flash, all yeah. these different things. So you want them to be successful and they make it so difficult to want to watch and, and to not be skeptical. Yeah. And one of the biggest offenses, the, well, the biggest offense for me, this was years ago, is they didn't want to confuse the fans. So they killed off characters in this, the Arrowverse because they were going to be in the DC movies. That's dumb. Right. So it's, it's um, you're insulting the intelligence of your fans, okay, to one, not be able to differentiate between television 
and and the film mm-hmm. to 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 for and the biggest frustration is for several years later for you to have the movie Flash do a cameo on the Flash television show. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, so you're just sitting there saying to yourself, so what was all of that for? Dumb. Just absolutely <laughs> infuriating. It's just it's just like you you want to watch because you want to support these movies because we're in a golden age and sooner or later, this is, you know, there's going to be burnout and this is going to, cause mm-hmm. that notion is being talked about and it's going to go away. So you want to appreciate it while it's here. You want it to be good before it goes back into the darkness, never to be yeah. seen again. And we get crap like, you know, you know, nipple Batman, <laughs> you know, nipple suit Batman. you know what I'm saying? So we, you <laughs> bring back nipple get, suit Batman. Yes. Nipple suit That's Batman. my new hashtag. <laughs> Yeah, in our in our in our crappy Fantastic Four, uh, you know, film franchise before you know before the House of the Mouse gets their hands on it, or it actually works with yeah. that's going to happen again. Yeah. So yeah, DC DC films universe is just uh, it's it's a very frustrating thing. Yeah. To to because there's just again the poor planning and the lack of consistency and just no real plan. Yeah. And having to continue to drudge through it. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah. Speaking of things you have to drudge through. Oh, oh look at these segues. We are yeah. crushing it right we're now. We're making this work. Yeah. We're so doing. my my third little thing that has a bunch of like more specific things underneath is just like franchises in general. Like okay. long right. franchises in general that right. have some of them are laborious in the fact that you just have to get through them. And some of them are like, man, why? <laughs> so for me specifically, oh, no. good old Doctor Who. I know. I, 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 know. I, I knew it was going to come. I knew it was going to be on yours or I was going to take care of it. <laughs> I left um, it off. That's right. I, I love Doctor Who. I love yeah. Doctor Who so very much. But man, is it work to get through um, when there's a not so good doctor. So that's great. I think of obviously the X-Men franchise. And getting through all of those was traumatic and rough. We don't need to go into that more. Just go back to listen to me yelling about Rogue in like episode, what was that, four? I think of like, but then you also have the other side of that where it's like, there's something, there's a franchise that everyone tells you that you need to watch. And then it's like a thousand episodes. Like everyone keeps telling Alex and I, we need to watch One Piece. But that sh- that anime is so so long. Yeah, I can't do it. I don't have I don't have that in me yeah. ever. Probably will never have that in me. Yeah, that's one. If you don't get it, it's kind of like if you don't get it, it's either or. If you don't get yeah. it on the ground floor, then just just let it go. Yeah, and then you've got things like in the gaming world. I think immediately of like Skyrim as a franchise where it has been rebottled and resold so many times and damn it Todd Howard you teased Elder Scrolls 6 or not Elder Mm. Scrolls 6 you teased the next Skyrim you teased basically Skyrim 2 and that was two years ago and we have seen nothing but we're getting another rebottling of Skyrim and I did see that everyone will buy it because that's what we do and that's dumb. We're dumb. We're dumb people sometimes. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I mean, with with being a being a nerd with a lot of stuff is that it, it you know you're 
it, you're hooked in and you know you want to give it give it chances because you're stuck on on the nostalgia but sometimes yep. you, you, there's some things is like you got to pull the ripcord yeah it's it's yeah. like you were just you were just mentioning with dr who and that we had that conversation several weeks ago it's like i, I think Ugh. i'm done I don't, I don't know that I can go back. I really yeah. don't know that I can go back. And it sucks because I know there are new doctors that I want yeah. to witness, but I don't know that I can make it through <laughs> to yeah, get to and, them. Yeah. And of course you can sit there and say, oh, we'll just skip ahead. And like, yeah, but then. Yeah, but that's not really how Doctor Who works. You can't. You really can't. Because then you're missing a bunch of like little groundwork things that have been laid. Right. That it's, it's, you didn't experience because you skipped it. Yeah, because even with Doctor Who, even if it's something where even if you randomly found yourself in the middle of it, mm-hmm. you you that's a show where you still ha- you had you would have to go back. You, you just yeah. now now it's now now. I mean, you know, the 2005 version. I mean, I still have not gone through all of the originals because I'm like, look, this <laughs> who that's that's yeah. a, that's that's a task. I don't think I have yeah. that in me. So, I don't either. Yeah. Oh, five to, to, to for now. But you're right. It's just. And it's it's like you said it's unfortunate because a a, a, pro, a product or a, a, a you know a brand that's brought you so much joy mm-hmm. it, it really well it it takes a lot of work you know for us to just walk away yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it wow. does yeah franchises in general okay mm-hmm. I agree but yeah anime anime is a big culprit too because oh god you know, some of them I like I love it when an anime is like literally two seasons and that's it or like yeah. three to four max like they know that they know their story from start to finish and then they finish it and it's done yeah I find myself enjoying those much more than I did in the past I used to well I used to have narrow vision when it came to anime really it was just pretty much Dragon Ball for a long period of time. And then, you know, of course your Gundams and stuff like that, but yeah, the, 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 the 16 of the 12 episodes, 16 episode, 30 episode type yep. of deal. Like I am, I am here for that. Though my, yep. my, my favorite anime are those. They are very good. They are very good, but you, you, you speak such truth. Yeah. You're, you're just, you're, you're knocking this out. Of the you know park. what? I speak nothing but the true, true. Yeah. You're knocking this out of the park. Thanks. <laughs> so what have you well, got to ask really quickly? So what have you walked away from? Outside We've all done Doctor it. It, it. It's um, going to be done because it, it seems like no, you're still, you're still so, holding on right now. So I did walk away from bones for a little while and it took probably four years to go back, but I did finish it. Like I did okay. eventually go back to it. That's right. You um, did talk about, talk, you talked to you about that before. Yeah. I definitely walked away from Sabrina. Like that's a more recent one that I just was like, no, I'm done. With the Netflix, the, the, the Netflix, the Netflix one? one. Yeah. Oh, what yeah. are we doing? What yeah. are we doing? I walked away. Jeez. I walked away. Too much, too much focus on this band BS. Oh, I told like, you I that just, damn band. No, <laughs> it did it. It killed it for me. It killed it for me. <laughs> this isn't the bronze, damn it. It was it was <laughs> no, I'm done. I am done. There's only one show. That is a that has witches in it that is allowed to have music at random intervals, and that is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And that yeah. was only during a couple of early seasons. Yeah, and then they realized yeah. how bad of an idea it is to have bands involved in a TV show. And here we are doing it again. So that's right. Yeah, no, that's right. I, I did walk away from that. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Wow. Did talking about this is laborious because this is just this is just <laughs> This is draining. My God, yeah. why are we doing yeah. this to ourselves? Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, God, this is funny. All right. And you know what my last one is. You already know what it is. What is it? You know what it is. The thing you don't understand the most. Oh, is it the collecting thing? Oh, no, no, no. Well, I mean, that's a piece of it. I never remember. I never understand that fully. <laughs> yeah, but it's, 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 it's Transformers. That's my number one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, that's, that's also doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, exactly, exactly. As an existence. And, yeah, and hopefully as people have gone along, as, we, as we're talking about these things, it's not that we, the things that we're talking about, it's not that we don't like them overall. It's just like there are various aspects of the, these mm-hmm. things that, it, it sometimes it just makes it very difficult to be able to in, to sit back and enjoy it for one reason or another, whether that's the decisions of people controlling the brand themselves, whether that's, you know, um, f- fandoms, you know, people, you know, people with the chitter chatter on the, the interwebs and things like that. But there's something that just is just aggravating and makes it difficult. So, you know, this isn't a complaint. Well, it is a complaint fest, but we do enjoy these things <laughs> overall. So Transformers is number one for me because clearly that's the most prominent thing for me. Even before yeah. I watched, started watching wrestling, I was watching Transformers. So that is probably the most prominent nerd thing of my entire life. Yeah, that's true. I can't yeah. get behind that. And it's still, I really don't understand why I don't have a Transformers related tattoo on me at all. But don't worry. That'll Yet. happen eventually. That, that'll happen eventually. Yeah. You'll get a little Decepticon. It'll be fine. Yeah, I do need to get a Decepticon logo at some point. Yeah. But a quote or two, because, you know, my whole body is just going to be just drenched in words at at, at a certain point. I mean, that's fine. (laughs) Yeah, no problem. But um, so Transformers, and it's not really just the collecting. It's uh, but it bleeds into collecting, obviously, because that's part of it. But for me, I want to get your opinion as well on the most frustrating fandom that you are a part of. The one that just agitates you more than any other as far as like the people that are agitating yeah, speaking or... specifically about the community the shatter okay. associated with it all of that which okay. one is the one that's the um, most agitating to you honestly i'm gonna say it's probably just the online gaming communities in general yeah. So it's the most prominent thing in your life, nerd-wise yeah. as well. Yes. Okay, yeah, 100%. Right. And it's the it's like the YouTube commenters primarily. Like if you go to like there's like specific websites or whatever that are being hosted by those those online mm-hmm. gamers, it's usually not so bad, but it's like the YouTube comment sections. Yeah. It's, it's just horrendous and yeah. disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's unfortunately a lot of that all, all over the place, you know, it's but but yeah, it's, so, so yeah, I, I figured yours was going to be gaming, but I wanted to, I guess, specifically get kind of what about it. But yeah, I mean, and I think a lot of people would say that it's it's just the, you know, yeah, again, uh, Internet is toxic. Internet oh, 100 percent. But yeah. so for me, it's the constant back and forth and the yammering between different quote unquote generations of fans. But to, to make a long story less long. Transformers started with what's called quote what's called G1 or Generation One. That's the original mm-hmm. stuff from the from the the early eighties. Okay, the mid eighties, mm-hmm. right, all the way until um, about nineteen eighty. Well, for certain people, nineteen eighty six, eighty seven. Okay, and then there's a whole other sect of people that it's JG1. So that's Japanese G1. So oh, okay, right. So while it ended in America. In around '87, there were there are three other the the original show. There was uh, seasons one, two, three, and four. Uh, season four was like three episodes and was trash. 
And me personally, I don't recognize that. I refuse mm-hmm. to rewatch that because it's absolute garbage. And then there's the Japanese continuation, which is three other series entirely, but about that about like 39 episodes a piece. So much Jesus. longer. So it goes all the way to the like 89. Okay. Yeah. So that's JG one. Then you got your Bayverse people, which is, ugh. but again, you like what you like, right? I know I tease <laughs> about it and joke, but it is what it is. It helped yeah. me resuscitate the franchises a, a, a lot. Then there's the Unicron trilogy, which took place in the early 2000s. Then there's Transformers Prime, which is like 2010 and 2008, 9, 10, where somewhere around there. So there's constant back and forth for lots of different reasons. And, you know, G1 people get railed because, oh, why are there always figures about G1 when these things come out? We're tired of G1, blah, blah, blah. And so it's lots of commenting and things. And we're just saying like, well, guess what? Your Unicron trilogy, your Bayverse, your Transformers Prime, you you know, that wouldn't exist if it wasn't for G1. Yeah. So shut your mouth kind of thing. You, right? you got to respect your elder elders. <laughs> yeah. And it's not in a, in a, in a really, in a, it's just agitated. It's just annoying because you, yeah. you need, this is what keeps the lights on. You have to keep trotting out the G1 stuff. So then the others to facilitate the other things getting made. That's just, yeah. that's just the way it is. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. From a business perspective, if you don't like it, then that's fine. You don't have to buy it, but guess what? Those of us who do like it, guess what? We're going to buy it. Mm-hmm. Now me, I, I like all of these things. We'll set Bayverse, even though I have several Bayverse figures because there are certain aspects of that, that I thought were cool, yeah. even though I didn't like it overall. So, you know, whatever. And then there are the G1 people versus the JG1 people. Now, me personally being a snob, <laughs> I'm a JG1 person. So G1 people don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> because, you know, uh, there was recently something came out where there's going to be a, a, a fan-backed project for a figure that was only in Japan, the Japanese series. And you okay. got these people online saying, who is this? I don't know who this is. And this is probably the most agitating thing with me for the for this fan base. If you go on to Reddit or if you look in comments or mm-hmm. things like that, people will ask questions and you're just saying to yourself, why are you waiting for a comment from somebody else on the Internet when you can look it up yourself on the Internet? Like, are you this? I think that they are some of the dumbest people I've ever read in my life. It is just yeah. it's so annoying. And and you just you just wonder, like I'll never forget there was this one comment in a thread. This one guy tells himself says, well, I'm a I'm a hardcore G1 fan and I don't know who Star Saber is. It's like, well, guess what? You're not a hardcore G1 fan because a hardcore <laughs> G1 fan knows who Star Saber is. This, and is, clearly, this is completely objective. <laughs> it, I'm being objective, yes, because <laughs> it's part of the, the that, that series, those three Japanese series, that is part of the continuity. Gotcha. So you're saying to yourself, like, no, you're not. <laughs> and but again, all you gotta do is look it up. There's a whole website. That's hard that to it, do sometimes. But 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 less, but okay, but you see the frustration, right? Is that so oh, yeah. wait for a stranger <laughs> on the internet to potentially respond to you rather than just looking, looking it up. Looking it yourself. up on your own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So it, it's it's that kind of thing. It's like the lack of understanding specifically about like, yeah, dude, you need to keep even G1 fans get annoyed. Like, oh, why are you trotting out Optimus Prime and Bumblebee and Starscream and Megatron and Grimlock every single line? It's because they sell. Yeah. You need them to sell so you can do these more obscure characters, which they're getting to. So it's just the con- the constant kind of yammering and the the kind of turning your nose up at the different lines for one reason or another. Why do they have to release this? It's like, well, you don't have to buy it. So shut up. Let other people enjoy it that might actually want it. You'll see that in the comments of the live streams and the releases of things. And it's just as somebody that, you know, had the characters with like when I was a kid and the little the, the, the trash engineering when stuff was not screen accurate to what you <laughs> It was just look nothing like what you're watching on TV to see what it is now. I am absolutely grateful and I am excited to be able to get my hands on any of those that I can because I never thought I'd see anything like that. Yeah. So it's it's that kind of stuff. And I'm sure that there's yammering back and forth and other, other different spots and things, but it just makes being a fan so annoying because <laughs> you just like, just stop being a jackass. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So it's it's like constant. Like it's it's almost as if certain people that you live that you 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 see in these comments, like okay, clearly you're a person that's never happy with anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs to take your phone away because yeah. you need to stop talking. Yeah, that it's one of those things that I, I'm trying to make it segue as well, and I think it actually segues okay. Um, but that was, it kind of leads into what I was, ta- I was thinking about doing for my last little bit is yeah. just the, the mentality of a lot of the more toxic game and just nerd communities um, is definitely a labor and thinking very specifically in my case and in the case of many others, um, being a female nerd in a predominantly male space is uh, a labor as well. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. It's, that was just my last one. I mean, like I can go on about it, but yeah, that was, that was my last thing. You'll see, you'll see that. I I don't see it as much personally in, in, in wrestling. Um, even though I know it exists, you know, and, and that kind of mentality exists for, you know, um, you know, a lot of different things and, you know, not just nerd them, just life in general for, yeah. you know, unfortunately, because that's just the way of the world. Because if you look different, if you don't have a certain set mm-hmm. of genitalia or whatever the case may be, you know, you know, your, um, you know, your expertise or what have you comes into question. So, yeah. you know, it, of course it's going to trickle down into something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, ish. Yeah, 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 that's a whole other that's a whole other episode. Honestly. Agreed. Agreed. It really is. But I mean, the the main thing that I just wanted to make sure I brought up is like another labor is just how sometimes being a nerd, if you are not a member of the dominant of the majority. <laughs> community. Yes. Yeah. And more importantly, the vocal majority it can be very tough sometimes just to kind of exist in those spaces um sometimes it can be really funny because like you can totally screw with people and make them look as dumb as they are which those moments bottle that up and just like sell it that's like 
chef's kiss moments whenever you just like get somebody to eat their own words. It's super, but it just in general, like sometimes it can be, it can be really tough. I'd like to, uh, like, I can say at least in my spheres, it has gotten better in more recent years, just because I think it's becoming more, more widely understood that the various areas of nerddom, at least the ones that I tend to, to find myself in and myself in is becoming more diverse in a number of different ways. But it's, there are still those, those people, whether it's like a commenter on the internet or like a person at the store that just goes, Oh, you like that game? Well, what do you like about it? Like what's, who's your favorite character? And it's not like, Oh, well, what do you like about it? Who's your favorite character? I want to connect. It's who's your favorite character. And is it just the basic one that everybody knows? Or do you actually play the game? And it's, it's just the connotations that you can get sometimes, but again, you know, it is what it is. They never, it's never enough, at least in my, in my case, it's never been enough to keep me from continuing to do whatever it was I was doing in that space. Now I know that I've heard horror stories elsewhere, but I've also heard the exact flip side, like, and I've experienced the exact flip side. One of the first comic book stores that I ever went into pretty regularly, there were, I mean, it, I was the only person with boobs it, well, no, I wasn't. There were plenty of dudes with boobs. I was the only girl walking into that store and everyone like the store owner. And I was like, he got to know me because I would go in with with Alex and one of our other really good guy friends. And he he would be chill like Mike would be so chill. But then you would see like some random dudes that maybe didn't know. <laughs> like it, that weren't used to the three of us coming in and they would just kind of look at me. And it was very, it's it just like out of a freaking movie where it'd be like, they just kind of watch real careful. Right, and it's like, right. it's like frightened deer yeah. at times. And then you would get like the one brave one that would come up and be like, hi, can I, uh, can I help you find something? What do you, what are you here for? Are you here with someone? Like, what are you here for? And I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm just looking around right now, but um, I'm good. Thank you. Interesting. That's the first question is, are you here with someone? Yeah. Always yeah. is. Always yeah. is. Yeah. Well, they want to know if you're like actually looking for something or if you're just like there right? <laughs> because right. you got dragged. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but usually I just would point out like, oh, yeah, uh, I'm good right now. Thank you. I've, I've already read that. So I'm just looking for something kind of similar, but not needing it right now. And then they would usually like the brave one that would come talk to you would usually open up whenever they realize that like, you're not a threat in any way, shape or form. Yeah, And then they would would just go, Oh, well, what did you like? Like, what did you like that? So then you might like this and be like, Oh, that's cool. And then you start a conversation. It's great. But there's also the ones that are like, Oh, you like that? Really? Why? What is it? What do you know about it? Tell me the date it was written. Yeah, I've had that ex- an experience like that for, uh, you know, for, uh, you know, not necessarily in a, in a nerd realm, but uh, <laughs> but professionally. So that's yes. always fun. And then when yes. you have to make somebody look like a jackass, you're like and scene yeah yeah. it's that it's that lady there's a really famous like pretty famous um i think it's a tick it's a twitter it's a tweet from a female academic and she was talking about how she was at a conference and some guy and she asked the question to a panel 
And the guy who was sitting next to her was like, yeah, I don't think you really understand such and such some sort of like thermodynamic something or I don't know, way above my pay grade. You should probably read this person at all. And then she just like moves her hair to the side. And she was like, I am that person (laughs) at all. Game over. So, yeah. Um, oh, I wish. Oh, what? <laughs> if only something like that. If if, if there was video of that. That's Jeez. the thing. I want that feeling. I want that feeling to be bottled. Like that yeah. would make millions. Oh, that that would get. Do you understand the, the that retweets just, that would get? That, that would, is that the best would be feeling. Just destroying. <laughs> destroying that another be human being. <laughs> yeah. And, I, I see. It's it's always interesting when I when nerddom. It's just at least from my experience. I that I, I, whenever I see if I see somebody if I have a shirt on or whatever on you know and somebody comes up to me or I see some somebody has and I come up to them whoever they're like oh crap oh shit, you like that you know yep. it's it's more of a inquisitive it's more of an inc- genuine uh, interest and excitement that there's somebody else that likes this thing that I like even if it's something that's that's uh, especially if it's something obscure, because I think that's oh, even yeah. that's a thousand times better. But even and if it's something popular, you can still, you know, have that kind of a connection with somebody, especially if you're agreed. in that, like in the video game section or the comic section, wherever you might be, you happen to be picking up a particular book. Hey! I would like to think that like 90% yeah. at least of interactions is, is just that. Like it is yeah. just people wanting to genuinely know another human being that is also into that same thing that they are into yeah yeah it's just like going collecting and you know just the, the people that i've met doing that you know <laughs> this you know the one time you know going around schlepping around for those those exclusive star wars figures you know older white dude younger white dude black dude you know we're just sitting in another black dude we're all just sitting in a, in a circle just talking like yeah this and yep. this and this you know it's just like it's a know, connection oh, it builds community for? Yeah, exactly. Right. So, I mean, yeah, I would I would I want to believe, as you're saying, that the majority of interactions are positive. Exactly. And I think it's definitely leaning that way now. Yeah. Much more heavily that way, because I think a lot more people are actually starting to call people out whenever oh yeah <laughs> on yeah. the other things that's what you so. see in in, in in like in the wrestling community yeah they you boy like if if, if if somebody puts something out there and, and especially when they actually know what the f they're talking about yeah yep you're just yeah people come come and and, and join like yeah retweet yeah. this so you're you're a thousand percent correct yeah yep yep yeah well, this has been a good, I guess, I don't want to, I don't know if we can necessarily call it a trip down memory lane. That's not really what it is, but uh, it, it's, it's good to, to talk about the things in, in, in our, in our nerddom that, that we find frustrating, but and, uh, yeah, through all the enjoyment that we have. It's very therapeutic. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, I can cancel you know, my therapy for this week. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. So, yeah, I mean, so we know that at the end, again, at the end of the day, we enjoy these things. Otherwise, we wouldn't sit here and, and do this and talk about them. <laughs> and we wouldn't go through the labors if we didn't love it. That's right. But and, and, and at the same time, everything has pluses. Everything has negatives. Yeah. But the pluses at the end of the day far outweigh the negatives. Agreed. Except the X-Men franchise. Yeah, we don't people. talk about that. I mean, look, I mean, it balances out. One, one was good. Two was good. Three gets maligned. Fair enough. 
Origins gets maligned. Fair enough. Dark Phoenix was bad. Apocalypse was bad. Okay, so we got one, two, Logan, the Wolverine, Deadpool, one and two, and then uh, Days of Future Past. That's what's that's seven of them that are good. They're more yeah. good than bad. And how many of them are just Wolverine focused? Two. So you take those two out because so that's it's five. Not... Okay. So two of Deadpools, how many? Two, two Deadpools. And Deadpool is just about Deadpool. It's not about the rest of the X Men. Oh, come on. He's he's part of the... Come on. No, nope, no, nope. no, no, no. I'm talking the team. X-Men as the team in the films. It's always... One, two... Oh, I'm, I forgot. I left out first class. One, two, first class, days of future past. That's four. Mm. So then Dark Phoenix was trash. Apocalypse How was How many trash. of them had her, though, as Rogue? Okay, technically, mm-hmm. if you if you count mm-hmm. the rogues cut from Days of Future Past, technically mm-hmm. four. Yeah, that's but four. But she was in it for two seconds. That's four that are bad. So Days of Future Past, objectively speaking, is Days of Future. <laughs> you think Days of really? You know, absolutely. No, Days of Future not. Past was fine. Okay, um, and again, I think they did a great job with casting the dudes. Okay. So here's the deal. So you just said the ones with Rogue in it. So mm-hmm. I've named there are four mm-hmm. and three of them are good. No, the yeah. films themselves are passable because <laughs> they have been ruined. I'm not getting into this. Go back to one of our older episodes. That's where fine. I go nuts about you can Rogue. tell people where, 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 can, where can they find us. Well, you can find that episode where I lose my brain about Rogue and all of our other episodes on wherever you're listening to this right now. You can also find us on Twitter at NerdPastichePod and you can find us on Instagram at NerdPastiche. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if Anna Paquin is on Cameo and, get, and I would pay money for her to send you a message for your I would birthday. Burn it. <laughs> I would burn it. I would burn it's digital. I would burn the cell phone that I am holding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look into that. I swear on all that's good. If she is on cameo, oh, oh I am God. going to I, I am going to look into that. I just can't. I oh just please can't. let her be on cameo. God, I just I gotta can't. Find that. She is probably a wonderful human being and that is great, but I just can't. And ideally, she stole her rogue costume from the set. And no. I would say, hey, can you also be in your rogue costume while no. you give her this message? The and you have to no. say sugar. The answer is no. <laughs> you would you would reject a gift that I have given you? I would. I wow. would. Wow. I would find out how much you paid and I would pay you back and tell you don't ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> don't waste your time or your money. <laughs> Relationship fractured. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, with that said, we end this episode by saying, without labor, nothing prospers. There would also be no children. I don't think Sophocles was actually talking about that kind of labor, and that is still factually correct. Yeah. And thank you for ruining yet another sign-off. I. It is what I do. It is what you do. It's my brand. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Ta. Ta, indeed. (laughs) Cheerio, sir. (laughs) Very well.